Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Hello. Hi. And (laughs) welcome to this, what were we calling it? A mixed up podcast. Podcast. I'm Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted and host of the Magic on the Inside podcast. And I'm Emily, founder of Wise Woman Witchery and the host or co-host of <laughs> the Witch Next Door podcast. I guess I'm kind of the co-host of my podcast because Anna's mostly always in it. Right. But if Anna's not in it. But do you do it by yourself usually? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. I do it by myself sometimes too. So we're like the co-host slash co-hosts of our podcasts. Yeah. We do all the things. We do. But today, we're going to share the responsibility. Yes, because this podcast is going to be on both of our podcast things. Network, streaming, channels, places. <laughs> I have no words today, so this is going to be a really fun podcast. Do you normally video your podcast? No. I know we had talked about this. No. So Veronica, my co-host, said, my husband said, we should video our podcast. And I was like, why would we do that? It's a podcast. And then I learned that it's like a thing. It is. So I think that's what we're going to do next, but we haven't gotten it together yet. Well, this is on video. I know. Somewhere, because I video them. Right. As so, where, so where can people find this if they're listening to it on my podcast? Um, oh, well, my video version will be on our YouTube and our blog, The Sisters Enchanted. Got it. And if you choose to use the video version, then I can put it on my YouTube channel. Then I don't know where it will be because it's not mine then. Right. <laughs> It'll be on my YouTube channel. And maybe yeah. I'll put it on the podcast page on the website because I'm learning how to do that now. That would be wild. I know. Whoa. The tech things. The tech things. <laughs> the tech things. The hours. The hours. That's more like it. The yes. hours spent kicking the tech things and then crying over it. Or then. doing this. I just was explaining to Sarah, this is how I look. <laughs> and then I'm like, I have to walk away. I have to walk away now. This is too much tech. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's challenging for sure. I think um, that's the, for people who want to have online businesses, small or hobbies or whatever, big, whatever it is, that's the thing that really can hold somebody back. It, it is. just doesn't doesn't just work no you think it's simple and then you start getting in there and you're like but this has to work with this and then it has to work with this and then oh I just sent that there and now I've got to go over here and make sure that link works with this it's so much things I know and then you get years down the road and you have links that are old but then people still find them and then you're like wait a second but that's not relevant information anymore because that's an old link and I don't know where you found it so can you tell me where you found it so I can (laughs) Like, don't make it go away or add the correct one. Yeah, we had this recently. Somebody was like, oh, I got this thing or I saw this or whatever. And all of us at the Sisters Enchanted, we were all like, so should we ask? Or do we look like the worst if we ask if they could tell us where they found that? Because none of us can figure it out. Like, Where did you see that information? Because we're really having a hard time finding it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just this, the internet. It just collects all your stuff. Right. And the more content you create and the more times you've sent things out or offers you've created the more they live out there Mm -hmm. in the interwebs yeah easily gets lost and cluttered and totally it's hard to unclutter so speaking of interwebs we're going to talk about community yeah 
what that looks like on the interwebs. Yes, and how it can be amazing mm-hmm. and also sometimes complicated. Yes. Um, but I just want to say, Sarah, I know you from the interwe- interweb net. <laughs> so I call it the interwebs. Okay. Do you actually call it that? I do, but I, maybe I, I got it from you. I say that too, <laughs> interweb. I don't know where I got it from, but it must be you. I talk about the internet like it's a living thing that's it is. trying to ruin my life, but also make it better. I think it is both of those things. I know. <laughs> We were just talking about this standing desk thing that we both saw online. And we were like, I saw that. I saw that. And I think that would really make my life better. Mine too. But when the internet doesn't work the way I think it should. The desk isn't going to help. It does not make my life better. No, the desk doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what kind of cool desk you have. I know. But we did meet online. We did. I I found Sarah because I was trying to learn how to build Things on the internet. <laughs> Trying to be friends with the internet and it wasn't working. Right, it wasn't working. I was like, this woman is really successful in being friends with the internet. So I want to find out how she does it. And then we started talking. Uh-huh. And then I was like, I would like to be your friend. I think that's kind of how that happened, actually. So I was like, oh. Hmm. I know. Well, you tend to be more of like a, an, like a let's be in community person. Yes. Where I'm more of a community-hesitant person. Right. I, I think this is an important point to make about online communities. It because is. for me, I like I practice magic in a community. Mm-hmm. I have really close friends, you know, that are we're all up in each other's business. And, <laughs> and that's how I do relationship and that's how I do my life. And in my day job, I'm a therapist. So I'm like, you know, up in people's business all day. Uh, <laughs> because, and I care. I mean, that's why I do it. Because I'm so interested in finding out more about people. So I'm always like, community's amazing. Let's come together. Let's be in a group, right? And Sarah's like, I'm going to create community for everybody else to enjoy. And I'm going to be over here yes. having, having my coffee. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm like. I know. So Emily has, um, actually, so we met online. And then we talked. And then Emily and I met at two live events that we hosted for the Sisters Enchanted. But I'm very much... Well, the second one was, like, really small, so that was that was cool. But the first one was more people, yeah. and that's very much how I am. I'm, like, every like I will facilitate the community all day long, and then I'm going to step out and let me know if you need me. Right. Like Or don't. Yeah, or don't <laughs> let me know if you need me. Here's the number of the person to contact yep. if you need something. <laughs> and then they'll let me know if they can't handle it if right. they need me. But, yeah, so it's – it's interesting about uh, – so we want to talk about community online because there's so much to it, and we do have very different kind of just ways that we approach that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so many people who come to both of our worlds feel so alone, I yes. think, in their everyday for a myriad of reasons, whether it's you're a person who's like, like I've always felt really intuitive or I've – um, but nobody around me thinks intuition's a thing. Or I've always felt really connected to the earth when I'm outside. Like I'd rather talk to a tree than a person. Right. But everybody thinks that's weird or I would never tell somebody that. Uh, whatever your story is, there's so many people who have those experiences of not feeling like the physical community they have is the only community they need to have. And online community can be amazing well, totally. And I mean, that. I know, and I know you experience this, but people who not only feel alone, but then feel like 
they can't share those things with people around yes. them because they might be judged. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the internet has created this whole platform. I mean, I, I mean, even just thinking back, you mentioned uh, AOL Instant Messenger yesterday yeah. when we were chatting. <laughs> and I was thinking back to the beginning of chat rooms, yeah. right? And it was people who were reaching out across miles, like alone, trying yeah. to connect. I mean, that was the, not the only thing, but ultimately that's, that's what the internet has provided is a platform for us to be able to connect in this whole other way. Yeah. And so whatever story you have, whatever community you have, I mean, I have an, an in-person community and I still seek out community online because I always want to learn more and I feel like we learn more from each other. Yes. You know, it's not just pick up this book and read. It's like, tell me your story. Tell me your story. That's, you know, that's my life. It is your life. I, I know. Literally. I'm like, I want to know your story. Tell me all the things and then I'm going to learn from that and I hopefully know. be better. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting for us too is that while Emily does have this strong in-person community, uh, you have, at least in our case, we are literally a country apart. Yeah. We're on other sides yes. of the coast of the U.S. And it's been just interesting with our different experiences and being such different. Like if we were in real life, we may never have actually become friends because I'm not a person who's going to seek right. in-person community. That's a good point. You know, like if there was just, for example, I don't know, some gathering and there was like a flyer at a metaphysical shop or something, I would not see that and be like, I'm going to that event. I would be like, mm, I probably have nothing to do that night, and suddenly <laughs> I'm trying to find things to do. Like that's why, that's where my head would go. So, in that dynamic, we probably would not have really connected, but through the internet, we have. Yeah. And it's been, uh, it's been amazing to be friends and uh, really expand and knowing somebody different in that way. Uh, you do push push me to like think different or be different in that community or receive community in different ways. And I say that in a really, in an amazing, that's an amazing thing because so often the people we surround ourselves with in person are just like us. That's and true. you would seek people in person that you're comfortable with. So they're going to be people that are just like you. And forming these relationships online where there is that space to really share in a different way than you might normally you might be really surprised by the friends that you make and what comes of it. Totally. As I am. Like, it is very rare that never, never, ever would I have I been like, hey, friend from the other side of the country, come stay at my house for a few days. Usually my husband and I are like, how can we strategically plan (laughs) an outing so that we're not home and it's just not going to work out ever? Like, every time you ask, we're just really busy. Really busy. For the next 25 years. Yeah, I feel really super honored. Well, <laughs> you should. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but that's um, so. This the internet provided that yeah. though. It did. It totally did. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it helped that we got to hang out in person, in like living situations. Yes. Other times as well. Yeah. Had I not seen you there, I wouldn't have been like come stay at my house, yeah, no. stranger. Right. And I might have been like, well, be there's hard. a hotel down the road, and we can like meet for lunch, and then right. I'll see. And then, peace out, yo. Here's a, here's a lit, here's an itinerary. You go have fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I would have done like my usual. Here are the people that are gonna host you. Right. It's not me. Well, and the thing is, is you're gonna meet people online that you are not gonna gel with. And, yes. And, and you'll be like, or even just like, no, that is not my person. Or mm-hmm. oh, we can be acquaintances or whatever, you know. And then yeah. sometimes you're gonna make connections. And I know that in the community that you've created, you have created that. Like, yeah. There are. When I went to these events, there was a group of women who connected, and they are still very connected. Yes. Um, and I think that that has happened throughout all of the classes you've provided. 
And that that really inspired me to want to be able to help create that in the world too because, I, again, I like groups. Uh, <laughs> it is so interesting because you do love community. I know. And, like, I love to, I love to facilitate for other people, like create for them, you know. So, But I, I like to sit with community I know, and, and it's such a, hold the container in that way. I You're know. like, here's all the things. And I'm like, no, let's talk about the things and tell me everything. <laughs> so you was asked, that my therapist face? Yeah, so you asked me yesterday about because I was like I was being like gossipy as I tend to be and Emily was like what do you say about me when I'm not around and I was just and in my head I was like nothing but like you're so easy to tell things <laughs> like I don't know I think it's just like your way of receiving <laughs> I'm just like I shall tell you everything that I've ever thought in my life ever <laughs> It's my superpower. <laughs> I just tell you. Like, I don't know why I'm telling you, but I'll tell you. Well, yeah. yeah. And I'm going to hold it. Yeah, you are. But And so, and for anybody, too, who's, because uh, I know we do have a lot of people, at, at least on my end of the podcast, because we're, we're both going to publish this, yeah. who are interested in online business and having mm. their own online business and community. And a lot of people who are introverts and are like, but I really don't like to talk to people yes. and I don't like people to see me. And I think that that's um, where you can see here two very different personalities wherein Emily is like, yes, let's all be together. And I love, like, I love getting in the the, um, the digital communities that we have. And I love getting on Zoom chats with our community and, and like, working through things and doing doing stuff together. But then after that, I'm like, but this is then, I, I don't do that in my personal life with lots of people, it feels really overwhelming to me. So I think it's a really good example of how you don't have to be a certain way too, if that's something you want to do. You can be like Emily, who like loves to create community and be in community. And you can also be like me, who is sort of like rain check on that event. And also though, I love to help people and I love all the things that I teach and talk about. That's my life and I love to share it. So I'm a sharer doesn't particularly you know enjoy like events per se so well so this is okay. really good for that to be totally honest though I don't totally love events either all the time because <laughs> I, I do I need to recharge my batteries there's mm. something about my day job that makes me need to be yeah, like hang sure. with myself so at home I do practice magic within a group and I do it solitary and I do all my online stuff um, and I will sign up for classes in person or workshops or, or go to a public ritual um, but I do spend a lot of time alone. Like I, I don't entertain or host very often um, in my home because it's like I need I need to yeah. that recharge. Um, so I just I just want to put that out there too because it sounds I do love community and I do love holding that space yeah. and growing it. But yeah, I don't know that I'd call you extroverted. No, I mean I'm not. I don't know you. Like I, I feel like I know you well, but I don't know you in your day to day life because right. we met online. And my so day I is across the country. Yeah, and yeah. so I know you in a certain way, but I mean, extroverted wouldn't. No, when I had to first make videos, I was like, uh, uh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd be like, just do it. And I'm like, no, you just do it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. I know. It's so, like it's really easy for me to just hit record on a video. But then I've talked to people in person that yeah. I don't know. And I'm sweating. I can't think straight. Yep. I just can't stop cracking jokes because I'm feeling so uncomfortable mm -hmm. that it's like the only thing I can do is make people laugh which isn't you know it makes people laugh so 
Right. Nothing's not about because them. I'm so like I don't know what else to do, mm-hmm. but I can hit go on a video and be fine. So right. it's really interesting how people are. Totally, because in person I still get that experience, but because I can feel somebody's energy interacting with me, I have yeah. I handle it differently and I think better. Because there's times where I'll make videos now, it doesn't bother me, but in the beginning or afterwards, I was like. I have to hide under my desk. <laughs> Did I really just publish that? Is that happening? That's out there in the world. Everybody's going to know about me now. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Someone's going to see my face. Yeah, online. exactly. Yeah. But I'm like that in person. Right. See, and I think that is where we're, yeah. excuse me, opposite. Yeah. People like see me and they're like, I think I recognize you from somewhere. I'm like, no, you don't. Bye. Uh, yeah. I don't, I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my mask? Yeah. <laughs> going to be COVID forever. <laughs> <laughs> always mask yes yeah forever now that's the new attire yeah just, i'll wear a mask for eternity and it's not necessarily don't get one that says of, the sisters and chants on it <laughs> and then people will know yes um one of the things you mentioned a few minutes ago is sometimes you might meet people though that you don't exactly gel with yeah. and that's uh, a g- really good thing or a segue into talking about boundaries too in online communities because something that does happen happens to us and i'm sure happens to many of you that are listening where you're just you're sharing from the heart or or what you know like a story or a thought or feeling or experience and then next thing you know somebody's in the comments Mm -hmm. and you're like i didn't that's unsolicited advice that's not what i was going for or like wow that was really rude um or somebody inboxes you or or what dms you whatever the kids say it is these days um, I, think, I think it's DM. DM. DM me. <laughs> deets. Do they say deets? No. No. no deets. Not anymore. <laughs> um, and anyway, they come up in your internet space, <laughs> and it's not the way that you want them to be in your internet space. And that's a thing that does happen, though. So while we're like, yes, the community was so great for us, online community, I think it can be great for everybody. And I think that uh, understanding your online boundaries yes and kind of thinking and sort of thinking ahead like what would you do if a stranger knocked on your door and wanted to like just start telling you about your living room like how do we handle that then in a digital and i think that's a really important question and i think it's one where um there's a few a few sides to that because there's this thing that happens online is that there is this anonymity. Yeah. And so people sometimes feel like it's okay to say things they might never say to somebody else in person. And that's really intense. Yes. Um, and so knowing like if, if some energy like that is coming towards you to be able to like block that person and not mm-hmm. and realize like, you know, this, I don't need to have this conversation because that's the other thing is that if somebody says something that hooks us, and suddenly we're like engaged in this online battle yes. with this person we've never met. I know. But we're super triggered and really emotional and it feels really personal. And the reality is we don't know them. We don't have to talk to them. Yeah. Like they, we can shut that front door on our virtual house and be like, later, dude, like you can't come in here. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and it's important to know if you start to have those experiences where there's a no coming up inside of you or there's that feeling to fight back that this you don't have to do that mm-hmm. you can just shut the door and honor your no and walk away yeah um you know and if it is in a, like i've had people in my community come to me and say hey i got this message or whatever and it didn't feel good or i think this might be a scam or do you know this person and i'm like on it um so you know it's always good to alert the host of whatever community you're in mm-hmm. but if some type somebody's contacting you personally and like wanting to interact with you and it doesn't feel good don't do it 
Yeah. And conversely, I also just want to speak to the oversharing that happens online. <laughs> yes, that's a real thing. Well, too. it is because people share really, really intense, heartfelt things because they need to and they may not have that space in their life. And then there's like this full on vulnerability hangover or uh, where there's like shame around that mm-hmm. um, because they overshared or somebody might come back and say something that's really hurtful. And so, you know, there's that flip side of boundaries of like checking in with ourselves around like, what am I bringing to the table and what, what feels actually safe and okay for me to share? Yeah. Yeah. And understanding that, I mean, however many people are in the space where you're sharing, I mean, you're sharing to all of these mm-hmm. strangers, yep. which exactly. is exactly. And I think that, um, it's just something to really, yeah. Something I feel like really, we're doing a PSA for like high school. I know internet safety, folks. Yes, that's what this is. <laughs> <laughs> but it's real for grownups it too. Is. Well, we have a saying here at the Sisters Enchanted. Like we we joke that we're hitting the do not engage button instead uh-huh. of like we're we're a bunch of closet trekkies here. And then you know in Star Trek and they're like engage. Well, yeah. we are like do not engage. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> We really are a bunch of Do you of still say Trekkies. make it so? Yeah, we say all these like Trekkie things. Like which, we, which Star Trek? The, um, well, the Jean-Luc Picard yeah. Star Trek. So I yeah, love him we, so much. I know. Did you I, watch the like remake show last year when it was out? No, Picard. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, I heard about this. I didn't watch. Oh, my God. I need to have that face. I know, but I happen to have the biggest crush on Jean-Luc Picard. Yeah? Patrick Stewart. I'm sorry. He's so hot. I don't even care how old he is. He is amazingly hot. The end. That's an interesting thing to know about you. Yeah, well, have you, okay, this is a total sidebar, folks, but during the pandemic, like at the beginning, he was reading sonnets every day. He was. Did you watch them? Yes, I saw them. Oh my God, so good. And I was like, I still am in love with you all these years later. Well, for somebody who's in love with, you know, that's a, I feel like that's a, I'm having feelings about what you just shared. If this is like, if we were in an internet community and I saw you type that, I'd be like, eyebrow raised. Would you? Yeah, you get an eyebrow raised emoji for me, probably. I know. But all those things you just said, and you did not see the show Picard. I don't know why. I think I saw that it was coming, and then I have a hard time tracking shows. Yeah, I don't really watch them either, but I watched Picard. Was it worth it? um, Yes. Okay, I'm going back in. It was worth it. I'm sorry. Okay, so. I also, I have all the next generation <laughs> trading cards. <laughs> I'm not kidding at all. I saved them from that time when that was on TV. Um, so I was a really big fan of that particular section series. So this is so fascinating. I know. This is good. Well. Sarah's learning things about me she never thought she'd know. I did not think I'd know that. I have depth. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> You're layered like an onion. <laughs> totally. Um, do not engage, though, is what we say. Right. So, yeah, circling engage. back to what we were do talking about. Um, because I think, too, that so uh, as many of you listening can probably um, kind of self-qualify as people who feel highly sensitive, intuitive, yes. um, empathetic, or empathic, whatever you want to qualify yourself as, and that when we – are feeling in that way we might want to share lots Mm -hmm. of things or when we see other people sharing feel like we must somehow help and uh but understanding you know part of that digital community which is so beautiful and brought people like emily and i together i just also taking a step back and saying 
I if I feel highly sensitive and intuitive and empathetic, that person probably does too. And um, just understanding sometimes that sharing is sharing, and we don't always need to engage to problem solve or. Uh, so you basically, know. you're saying like sometimes you just listen and yes. acknowledge, and Hold you the don't space. Yes, and you don't have to try to fix it for someone else. Even if you feel like you have a hit around it. Just because someone shares something doesn't necessarily mean they're asking for input. Yeah. Um, I think that you were saying something else. Oh, I know what I was. Nope, that wasn't what I was going to say. Moving on. Let's take something else. No, it was about the intuition piece, um, about being really sensitive. And, oh, I know what I was going to say. So uh, I have to talk myself there. (laughs) It's in the archives. Um, so Sarah's daughter does this thing that's total sidebar that she's talking about, like the stories in her mind. She's yes. a library in her mind. And I feel like I have that, but my card catalog is jacked up. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody like spilled yeah. them all over the floor and just filed them back in. in. And I'm like, wait, where is that? So anyway, yeah. that's my analogy. So going back to intuition, <laughs> I think sometimes what can happen when we, like you were saying earlier, a lot of us are very intuitive, um, and we might not have people to connect with around that. There can be this urgency almost when you feel like you found other people who might understand you to overshare. Yeah. To be like, oh, this happened to me. And then, you know, you can be left feeling like if somebody doesn't respond, you can be left feeling like, oh, people think I'm dumb or, yeah. you know, whatever. That's my story. Yeah, no, I go. that's but, true too. But though. you can I go see, to yeah. like this place in your mind of, of retelling your your inner story, whatever that might be, your core wounds. Um or somebody might respond and it's not the response you wanted or it might be hurtful to you or, you know, I mean, there's so many mm-hmm. ways that it can kind of go sideways. So I think that's the part that comes back to boundaries is protecting yourself from things that feel like a no to you or feel uncomfortable, but also protecting yourself from yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. No, yeah, I mean, sure. I wish I had a different way that I had just said that, but I yeah. think that point gets across. Well, sometimes too, when things happen, you have to also just consider your own life, like times mm-hmm. that when maybe you said something and then you realize afterwards you were having a really bad day and you probably shouldn't have said that or you shouldn't have done that or you shouldn't have shared that. You know, other people are just like you. Yeah. <laughs> we're not that different. And they're having those days too. Yes. Um, and so I think that when it comes to community online, it's uh, it, it's we're so privileged to have the opportunity to have community online, particularly if you live in a place where you're like, there's no one near me who yes. likes doing who's like this or feels this or acknowledges this or believes this or like my partner, my family, whoever thinks I'm crazy. Um, I like hear all the things. So I promise you, you're not alone because we've heard most of these things at the sisters enchanted. And so you're definitely not alone and community online can help with that. And I think too, just acknowledging that uh, as with even an in-person community, just understanding your, your boundaries around community because when we're all on, and the thing too about digital community is that you're bringing these people in your home with you, essentially. Yes, yes. Even if they don't see your home. I mean, your phone, your computer, whatever you're listening to or watching your this on right now space. is in your home. And then, so ask yourself, you know, what kinds of things are you willing to engage in, in your home? But, uh, and I think if we all did that, this community that we find so rich would be even richer. I think that's really true. There would be, you know, I I hear you say frequently lead with kindness. Yes. And I think that that's really a key uh, when you're choosing to interact with people on the internet or anywhere in the world. I mean, I, that's, my heart is like, I'm always like walking around the world going, I'm trying to do this in love from my heart. (laughs) 
I really do say that, people. But <laughs> you do. I know. But but to lead with kindness because, you know, those small acts of kindness and thoughtfulness and compassion actually, like, ripple. Mm-hmm. And it makes a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, so we were like, let's talk about community because we met on the online community. And then somehow this really did turn into, like, a PSA about community. I know, about community and boundaries. Yeah. But these are is- these are real issues that people in community, and I think because we both host online communities, it's really yeah. appropriate to be talking about it because we see both sides of it, right? Yes. I mean, I I definitely, Sarah, and I know, Sarah, you're in some online communities too, mm-hmm. especially around business and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I definitely am in some online communities that are into witchery and then, you know, I, I'm in your business thing. and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I have community in that way, and and uh, and I know Sarah does too, but we also hold the space for all of you yeah, in, in online community. So it's like being a part of it and seeing both sides of it. Yes. Yeah, so it is. We're qualified. We are. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, can, I can definitely say over, over the – Years of this, so Sisters Enchanted, we've been doing this for five years and have had thousands of people come through community with us in, mm-hmm. in a variety of ways. And our community, I say it often, like we are as great as we are because of our community. It's because we want to show up for our community because we have such just a, a, a amazingly supportive, interactive, engaged community. And that's what makes the things that we do at the Sisters Enchanted where I feel so awesome about it. And on the flip side of that, um, community interaction can also be the thing that quickly <laughs> like turns into this like situation mm-hmm. that feels really challenging. And I think that by and large, the beauty of having our digital community, because I see how it's changed lives for people, knowing you're not alone, having friends um, in my own personal life, making friendships that I never would have had before. Uh, and that have, uh, you know, are some of the, the greatest friendships that I have at present, it's because of online community, mm-hmm. and also I think we all know how quickly, though, <laughs> that the internet can take a turn for right. not so great things. So I, I think that, it, particularly in this world of of witchery and intuition and tarot and magic and spells, where people can feel so like questioning and you know, I've learned this thing my whole life. Is this really real, or like should I be this mm-hmm. way, or am I going to be judged and ridiculed? where we can open the doors and say, here's a community on, you know, we both here, Emily and I have a community where we can uh, like be there for you and mm-hmm. you're going to make friends and find all these people. And also though, know that we all are humans and totally things happen and people say things. And well, and again, coming back whatever. to that thing of like online, if you get triggered about something, you don't have that person to go and be like, Hey, can yeah. we talk about this? Or like, I'm having these feelings or like feeling that person's energy. All you have are some words yeah. on a screen. Mm-hmm. And that feels really different than being in actual connection with someone, even if it's on the phone. Yeah. Um, so just. Yeah, we start, whenever we host like um, events where we have a lot of new people come to our community, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that we typically, or I, because I'm the one doing it. So I typically say first is our biggest rule is to lead with kindness. And remember, you don't have tone of voice. You don't have body language. Mm-hmm. You don't have eye contact. You don't have any of that when you're chatting in the comments. Yep. So you really, you can, like just the word no think of the word no you could be like no like stop it no or no stop it or no stop it you know yes exactly like that one thing could be 
a myriad of different no stop hits. Totally. <laughs> and, um, you don't have that. And are you one of those people, like, if you see somebody put a period at the end of a sentence in text where you're like, oh, or do you not do that? I think sometimes I put a period at the end of my sentences. Not on purpose. Are you, are you like, because periods belong at the end of sentences? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I might not notice that. Oh my but gosh. bold, like capitals or like Shabby exclamation caps. points. I'm really, I'm really into exclamation points. They're one of my favorite tools. Yeah, Anna loves exclamation points. If you ever get an email from the Sisters Enchanted and every sentence has an exclamation point you at know the Anna end, wrote it. Anna wrote it. Um, <laughs> if there's things in shouty caps like "Please fill this out," then I wrote it because <laughs> I'm trying to megaphone through text. But yeah, if I get a text message from somebody and we're texting, it's just like like a like loose punctuation, you know, no periods really at the very end. Maybe like commas, like run-ons. And suddenly I get a text message that's like, that's fine, period. I'm just like, oh, I rubbed them the wrong way. I got a period where previously it was run-on sentences and random commas. Oh. And now I've been period. Have you checked that out to see if it's accurate or if it's just an inner experience? Well, I mean, remember this part about how I don't prefer to be in community in person with lots of people? So it's not like I have, like, tons of people that I text with on right. the reg. But, um... On the reg. On the reg, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the cool kids are saying that. Thank you. Well, I said. <laughs> um, I'll check like, with my niece. She keeps me up to date. Well, it's a, like Anna. She does that to me. If she's like so done with what um, I'm doing or saying, I'll get You know her really well. So you would know that's that that's what that means. Yeah. It's fine. Period. Yeah. Like, that was not fine. Nothing's fine about this. I'm in so much trouble right now. <laughs> how do I fix this situation? You're like, how do I unlearn punctuation? Right. <laughs> how do we? But th- that's hard. You know, Anna. Yes. You know what to expect. You it's text true. her regularly. But yes. if some random person that you don't know is putting messages in the With chat periods, box, like yeah, and you're like, along. how am I supposed to read this? I know. Wait, did Emily <laughs> write this? Because then she's just being accurate. Yeah. Or did Anna write this? And she has something serious to say. No. And there's many more personalities than just Emily and Anna. Yeah. Well, and, like, you are you are navigating these things. I was um, hosting a live class the other day, and somebody, because, you know, time zones yeah. are challenging for all of us. And so we had a class that was, like, at whatever time, Eastern time. And the software we use is supposed to generate the time mm-hmm. for each person on their time zone. So it should not change. But then if I send an email, it'll say this time, Eastern time. So right. if I'm typing it, it'll be whatever. And this person, like, came towards the end and so thought it was an hour off and was capital letters in the comments. Way to tell us you changed the time. Like, all it's just string of stuff and shouty caps. And then I think I actually said out loud, I was like, ooh, I'm being shouty caps. <laughs> I was so taken aback. I was like, those are shouty caps. Right. And it was likely a time zone conversion issue because, you know, all of us were here at the time that it said. <laughs> right. And but that's really – and I was like, that's, I can see how frustrating that is, though. But then sometimes you say things like that, like I can see how frustrating that is, and the person who's frustrated is just more frustrated. Right, I that know. happens to my husband. I'm just thinking <laughs> know. He's like, don't tell me how frustrated I am. Right. It also happens to, um, yeah, also children. When you're, like, trying to teach them about their feelings, and you're like, and I see you're really frustrated. Right? I am not frustrated. Yeah. Okay. Great. Moving right along. So we <laughs> know how tough 
communication can be in yes, real life. in real life. And so on the internet, it can be extra tough. Yeah. You don't know what to expect, and you don't know the people. Yes. And yet, you can also forge these great relationships. Yes. Um, which, I mean, I've seen that happening in my community. I've seen it happen in the Sisters Enchanted community. Um, I've seen it happen for myself personally with Sarah and with some other people that I've met, um, mm-hmm. you know, online through different things. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I still have friends that I've not met in person, but yeah. that I talk to online. Like my, I have uh, my friend, Julia. I don't think Julia listens to the podcast, but I'll have to tell her I said her name. She, uh, she is the, um, she has an online business, the confident health coach. And she and I have an every other Monday, um, zoom. Yeah. We just chat, and we've never met in person, uh, but for, like, ever, we've hooked up every other Monday, and we just check in yeah. and text and whatnot, and, uh, yeah. Well, I do that with so it's just different ways. With Patty yeah. from uh, Blooming Manifestations, we meet once a week and, and talk about our businesses, and, and, you know, now we're friends, so we talk about yeah. other things, too. And Aaron. Uh, and Aaron Lefebvre. Uh, from Full Circle Herbals. She and I do a weekly co-working session. Now, I've met Patty in real life yes. uh, in in Florida, yeah. actually. <laughs> together. <laughs> together with Sarah. We all knocked a snakeskin out of a tree. We did, together. the three of us. It was pretty exciting and adventurous for me. And Sarah hates snakes, but she was a great sport. She, like, identified it to begin with and then helped me find a stick to get it. I did. I played the – I was a trusty companion in yes. the story. But there was hilarity all around, and it was lovely. So I did meet Patty in person, but I've never met Aaron in person, and we hang out every yeah. week. And I feel like I'm a huge—I mean, she's an important person to me. So, yeah. Aaron, if you're listening, I love you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Aaron's awesome. I know. Before COVID, she was gonna come host or come present at an event that yes. I was hosting, and then we had to cancel. Um, right. There you have that. Co- we're going to co-create something. Yeah, I keep hearing about this. And then now that we've all acknowledged how I feel about I know. peopling. I know. Aaron and I can do the peopling part, and you just have to show up and do your part. The sweating. The sweating. And the part. <laughs> yes. We'll get you proper that. attire so it doesn't show the sweat. That's why we're black. I know. Like, people, this is another tangent, and we should wrap this up. It's, like, the longest <laughs> podcast that I, like, we do. Anyway, oh. that people think, I know, we don't do them very long. Um, we don't either. I usually, we usually keep them around 30 minutes. Yeah, we're, yeah. like, at 40. But people, I think, think that I wear all black because of, like, like identifying as a witch. And they're, like, oh, she's a witch. She wears all black. But really, it's because I'm a mom of two little kids. Yeah. I sweat a lot. And I like to, like, just be able to plop down in the dirt if I want to sit where I am. And not worry about and it. not worry about it. Yep. That's why I wear all black. And because I don't have to think about what I'm wearing, like, because it will match. That's true, too. Because it's all black. <laughs> well, you also have to think about fabric, though, because sweat does true. show on certain fabrics. It does. Regardless yeah. of the color. Mm-hmm. Like, silkier, like, more mm-hmm. satiny sorts of things. And then when your blacks don't match. Yes, there's that problem, too. And you're like, I look like I'm wearing 20-year-old blacks on one, fresh blacks on the other. Totally. And then it's that's not working. weird. Nope. I... I, so I do a lot of presentations and workshops uh, in real life for therapy stuff, and uh, I have to <laughs> really think about what I'm wearing for that exact reason, because when you get up and you start running energy, you're, like, sweating. Yeah. Yeah. I know. So it's like, this is, 
I have sweaters where I'm like, I'm, I know it's hot out, but I'm wearing this sweater anyway because it's not, it's, I'm still going to look confident. Yeah. No, it's true. And it's like the same online. You know, you're doing like a one hour, like this, this morning, I just did a one hour live presentation. Yeah. And when it ended, you know, it's like the amount of energy you exude to like keep, in, keep engaged, get the point across. Yes. And then you're sweating. Like suddenly your jaw hurts from talking so much. Like what just happened there? Projecting your voice. Yes. Yeah. All the things. That's yeah. all real. All the considerations for online businessing and in-person business. Yeah. Peopling. Peopling. However, whatever form it might take. Well, I do prefer digital communities due to my peopling inabilities. One thing, I I don't know if I prefer them. I feel like I have, uh, they're kind of balanced for me. Yeah. Um, just because they, you know, online and in person offer really different things. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I love about online communities that you can't get in real life communities uh, as much is that, that like reach. Yeah. I mean, like I'm sitting here in Connecticut right now. I do not live here. I live in Northern California. So like, yeah. you know, here, here is this relationship that literally brought me across the country. Again, I know I'm circling back to the beginning of this conversation, um, but it, it's, kind of amazing because we wouldn't have met even if mm-hmm. we, probably even if we lived in the same place yeah um and then like um in my case like my family wants to be able to travel on the, the road mm-hmm. and uh we do it like just kind of within like i don't know like the east coast ish into the midwest we go places now but we want to be able to like really hit the road and come to california and come to california go to all the places um but having that online community means we can still get community needs yes. met, even though we're not at home. So right. we actually do a lot of online communities. Even my little kids, I mean, they don't, I don't just like put them on a computer in front of the internet and be right. like, "Hey, children, find what you will." But I, uh, you know, they do like online classes and communities in that way, so that we still have that freedom, no matter where we are, mm-hmm. and we still have our people. Right. So I very much have my people who I talk to from online community, and I can still talk to them. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, we're really blessed yeah. to have this modality yes, um, it, because it does it does knock down barriers that might be there otherwise. Mm-hmm. And even if you'd never meet somebody in person, it doesn't mean you can't have this amazing relationship with them yeah. um, or within that True. community. Yeah. And, it, and I think, so, and this is my last thing, this is the okay. other thing that really I noticed came up uh, in one of the online witchery communities that I'm a part of. Um, during COVID is that they, they moved all their rituals to online. And what that provided was an opportunity for people who had disabilities who might mm. not have otherwise, they might live in the area and they want to go to these events, but they just, they don't have accessibility. Yeah. So uh, it, it really also creates this new accessibility for folks. And I just want to name that too, because it, I think after, as we're starting to open back up and, you know, things are starting to happen, I don't think all the, everything that's been created online is going to go away. No. And, which makes it even more important to take into consideration, like, what are your intentions? What are your desires? What are your expectations in online community? And what are your boundaries? Yes. Definitely what are your boundaries and your intentions, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Understanding what you're looking for when you go in there. Right. So take that away with you today, dear listeners, watchers. Ask yourself these questions. Yes. Those listeners can't see us handing them. No, the listeners advice. can't. We have our hands in little cups. And we're saying, here is the messages for you today. Ask yourself these questions. What is your intention? What are your expectations? What else did I say? Boundaries. Boundaries. What are your boundaries? All of that. Lead with kindness. Lead with kindness, everybody.
love each other with your whole heart. <laughs> Gosh, back me up. I know. Right. <laughs> well, then. Wow. Uh, Emily. Yes. Your website is at wisewomanwitchery.com. It is. It is www.wisewomanwitchery.com. <laughs> oh, so wait. I thought we were like in 2021. We didn't need to preface this with www. So I will say, what did I say before? I don't that know. That was not rag on the rag. On the rag. And your www. Yeah, I'm www. Website. Well, because www is the same as Wise Woman Witchery is w. So it's like it's oh. like double www's. I have this whole thing Do that we'll talk about later. That? No, it's so intense. I just I just like to say Wise Woman Witchery. Yeah, just find just Google Wise Woman Witchery and you'll find your way yeah. to me. And I'm at the Sisters Enchanted. Yeah, you are. Dot com. www. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Other random note, and then we're ending. Oh. Also, Wise Woman Witchery, the Sisters Enchanted. It's like through all the words you have to say each time. Next, it's a lot. In my next life, I'm gonna create a business, and I'm gonna call it like magic. Yeah, like one word. I don't know. The gathering. No, don't call it. We <laughs> <laughs> call it like stand. I don't know. Just a word. Bench. <laughs> You Sarah. could just call it Sarah. Yeah. yeah. My business is called Sarah. And then you could use that song Sarah as your... <laughs> Sarah. That's too much. No. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. I think it ties in really well. <sighs> just saying. It's a lot to say. Whenever I find myself being like, go to sisterschanted.com forward slash. Yeah, I know. I know it is a lot. Get out your pencil. I like it when it just says, click here. I know. <laughs> click. And then you click just here. click there and you don't have to even know where you're going. It just yeah. takes you there. It's like magic. I know. Very true. Yeah. Well, all right then. Thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in today. Yes. This has been really fun, Sarah. It has been fun. I love that we did this. Maybe next time we can talk about something like, I don't know, something else, PSA. Like Like what? I don't know. Looking both ways before crossing the street. If you have ideas for a podcast, you should email me at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. Or you can email Sarah at magic at the sisters enchanted.com Ta-da. and then we will co-create another podcast at some point because it's super fun it is but then you're going back to california but the internet well, yeah the internet does allows us to do yeah. this for it's not as much fun because i can't like touch you no and i have this fancy mixing board thing it's true if you guys could see this mixing board you'd be like whoa probably just She's like that legit too. except that i don't know how to use it and it has rainbows and so, like, I'm not that legit at all. Kind of like not legit says. enough to quit. <laughs> all right. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, we hope you have a, I always say enchanted rest of your day, but we're together. We've switched to magical. A magical. Oh, witch task, witch-tastic. Wow. <laughs> so I usually just say, remember, you are magic. Embrace oh, it. I like that. Yeah. All right, well, em- embrace your magic. Embrace on your, oh, some way. Embrace your magic. <laughs> enchanted day that you're about to have. Yes. Ahead. All right. Remember, you are enchanted magic. Embrace it. Take care, yeah. everyone. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you 
find us, you can do that by... You can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe. Right? Yeah. And you can do all those things. You could just <laughs> click the little stars, you know, and give us like little some comments. cold stars and a little comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. it. That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or, wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. This must be so- <laughs> there must be something good here. I could use a good laugh. Yeah. Anyway, so do that, please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.